and welcome to another episode of the MedTech Matters podcast, where we learn about someone impacting the medical device industry. I'm Sean Fenske, Editor-in-Chief of MPO and host of the podcast. Today, we're speaking with Andrew Ekdahl, Worldwide President of Joint Reconstruction at the Pew Sit. Andrew, thanks for joining us. How are you doing today? Hey, Sean. I'm doing great. Thanks for uh, the time today. I'm looking forward to our conversation. I am as well. Um, so let's, let's get right into it. Um, I understand the Pew is taking a different approach to, you know, total knee replacement. Instead, uh, I believe it's being referred to as knee restoration. So can you just briefly explain what that is and why the differentiation in, you know, the terminology? Yeah, great question. Um, and, and as we're looking at it, and the reason that we are talking about knee restoration is we think that when you combine a uh, implant with a track record of increasing patient satisfaction, which the data is very clear with the Attune uh, total knee system that we do increase patient satisfaction. And then mm-hmm. when, you, when you combine that with a robotic-assisted solution like our Velus robotic-assisted solution, and then add to that using the data that you receive from the Velus robotic-assisted solution, the opportunity to more kinematically place the knee implant we believe, and actually we have some early uh, data that we're seeing that we can't yet share, but we're seeing the early, the early data would suggest that a kinematically placed implant, kinematically placed through a robotic-assisted solution, leads to a higher patient satisfaction. And we're looking at that as saying that is a restoration procedure um, as, an, as a different way to look at uh, knee reconstruction. Yeah, it sounds it sounds like it's a, a a comprehensive solution that you're offering rather than you know hey here's the knee implant and here's the instrumentation have at it you know it sounds like you're really kind of offering a solution a full package or a you know a, a full uh, breadth of of utilities with which for a surgeon to restore you know knee functionality. Yeah, when you look at these, the, the general rule is about 20% of patients are dissatisfied. And so wow. when we take a patient-centric look at what can we do differently to reduce that and, and, or to increase that patient satisfaction, and when, when we combine these things, which is the advances of the attuned knee system, kinematically placed implant that's kinematically placed through robotics, we're, we're finding the early data says we're increasing patient satisfaction. So um, exactly what you said. And, and look, I think it plays into where the, the market is going. When you look at patients today, and I'm going to just focus in on, on knee patients, you know this is a highly elective surgical procedure. Mm-hmm. And as patients are looking at this highly elective surgical procedure for a primary uh, total knee, they're looking at it and they want a personalized experience. That personalized experience includes selecting their surgeon. They want the very best surgeon who's doing high volume and has great, a great reputation. They want Mm -hmm. advanced technology and 
you know, they're looking for that advanced technology on the internet. They're shopping on the internet to, to make the very best decision. And then they want to know the surgeon is using the most advanced technology. And add to that, they're also looking at different sites of care as they're looking at the, the surgeon that they're going to select. And so when you, when you piece all of that together, it's a very personalized surgical procedure. And we think knee restoration is an even more personalized solution for patients looking for knee replacement, or in our case, knee restoration. And, uh, you know, you, you use the term advanced technologies. I mean, certainly robotics would fit under that. As you know, there are uh, a number of firms within orthopedics uh, employing a, a, uh, a robot or a robotic-assisted uh, device. Um, you know, that's certainly nothing uh, that's that's not a unique uh, uh, dynamic. The the solution is absolutely the the total solution you're offering. But another item that may be a little more unique is the the data driven technologies, and and that's going to be uh, unique to each company. So how is how is Depew uh, incorporating data driven technologies to uh, help in this mission? Great question. Um, and we're, we are um, today, well, first of all, today, our robotic, Bellus Robotic Assisted Solution provides with a surgeon with an incredible amount of information in the operating room. Mm -hmm. uh, information that helps them properly place the components, helps them evaluate, um, before they've made us any cuts, helps them evaluate um, range of motion helps them evaluate whether the implants will be balanced once they're put in uh, position and helps them fine-tune all of their cuts, again, before they make the cut. That is an incredible amount of information at the surgeon's fingertips at the time of the surgical procedure. And, you know, when you, when you think about where do they want the greatest amount of information, it's at the time of the procedure. It's not, well, we preoperatively planned this case two or three or four weeks ago, and all of that information is now sitting in my robot and I'm going to execute it. In this case, the surgeon plans in the operating room and plans based on their knowledge of knee reconstruction. And that leads, in our mind, to knee restoration. So the first piece of data is right there in the operating room with the surgeon. The data that our robot generates can, can currently be downloaded by the surgeon um, so they can analyze their own data. The, right. then, then, we're, then we're building uh, a bigger ecosystem that we call VELUS Insights and Patient Path. And we, we actually have patients that are going through this pathway today, and it really starts with preoperative um, support for the patient that they receive digitally to help them prepare for their surgical procedure, and then post-operative information to help them through their, through their recovery in those early days of recovery. And then we're working to knit all of that together so you'd end up with this end-to-end -end solution where the, the patient begins their surgical journey by planning the surgery and preparing for it, then the surgeon executes the surgical procedure and then postoperatively 
the, the patient is, uh, is, is managed through rehab. And all of that information is connected and the surgeon has access to that information. Um, really, it will be 24-7. So if they want to communicate with their patients, they'll be able to. If they want to analyze their results, they'll be able to. It's, it's a fully connected system um, that, that we think, again, leads to more personalization and the data that that will generate over a very long period of time will lead to even more ability to personalize the surgical procedure that will lead to knee restoration. You know, you you, you mentioned a term right at the right at the start of your response, which I was I was happy to hear because it's you know it's it's scary how you know. Uh, uh, I don't want to say fly by night to give the impression that these surgeons aren't, you know, anything more than anything less than complete experts, specialists, fantastic, uh, you know, uh, you know, experts in their field. But when I hear some of the stories from from you know uh, from device companies about you know things like balancing, you know, you mentioned balancing with the robot. This was this was a field. I mean, what's a new surgeon supposed to do who's performing a, a, a total knee uh, replacement when they haven't developed a feel? So, you know, I mean, is that why that, you know, 80% is, is such a, I mean, considering you're talking about satisfaction for a major surgery, it's such a low number. You know, I mean, these are the, these are the scary things. So it's fantastic to hear you mention that things like, you know, the balancing of the knee, the alignment, you know, things like that are 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 driven by you know the the data that's fed back from the robot and and helps guide the surgeon at the point of care. Yeah, great comment. And one of the one of the things we're finding is when we speak to surgeons who are using our Velus robotic assisted solution who teach residents and fellows. So these are the, the, the surgeons that are going to do the vast majority of procedures for years to come, and they're early in their education. They say this has become a very, very important teaching tool for them. But we also mm-hmm. hear from many, many of those same surgeons who are now doing, you know, reasonable volumes with the Bellis Robotic Assisted Solution and the Attune, they're also learning as well. So I, I, I think um, whether you're early in your career or late in your career, the orthopedic surgeon is always striving to do better. And the orthopedic surgeon Mm -hmm. is always striving to learn more. And I very much believe that when you bring this technology into the operating room and they're able to learn about things like you mentioned, balancing the knee, getting greater flexion, getting greater extension, more range of motion, um, better patient anatomical fit, a more kinematic aligned knee, they're learning more and more. So I think there's a compounding effect to this. Early in career Mm -hmm. surgeons are going to learn more, and that's going to create more satisfaction for years to come for many, many more patients. But orthopedic surgeons by nature are always inquisitive, and they are always striving to do better. And this is a tool that I believe will help them become better because of the data and the information that they're getting. Fantastic. So, 
one of, one of the observations I've I've made in orthopedics, or you know, per, I shouldn't say observations. It's it's more of a perceived observation, um, and that is that it seems like with orthopedics, everything is rapidly advancing and changing around the implant. So we're seeing, you know, the incorporation of robotics and we're, we're seeing, you know, biologics having a bigger impact and we're seeing, you know, data-driven technologies. All these things are rapidly advancing around the implant. At the same time, it seems like the implants themselves don't, don't see, their, their, their evolution seems to be much slower. Um, can you speak a little bit to that? What, what's happening with implant development? And are implants indeed changing, you know, to, to complement the technologies that are surrounding it to help, you know, achieve the best uh, restoration, to use, to use Depew's uh, word? Sure. Good, good question. So, you know, first let me say that the Attune Me system is the, the most contemporary knee system in the market today. Um, it, it was... Um, when it was launched, um, nothing has come, nothing's come into the market that is more contemporary. So we feel we start with a foundation there of a very contemporary implant. But having said that, there are still things that, that we're doing today that I think will impact the, um, the, the actual performance of the implant. And one of those, as an example, is we are early days um, in our evaluation, and we'll be launching at the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons uh, next year, a 3D-printed, cementless, fixed-bearing tibial tray with a proprietary coating that is part of the Attune knee system. So that will wow. advance cementless knees. And, you know, last week I was at an uh, um, industry meeting called Current Concepts and Joint Replacement, CCJR. And mm -hmm. the, three, the three hot topics in knees at CCJR were robotics and how do robotics drive better outcome. Mm -hmm. The other one was a cementless knees. And we, we have a cementless knee as part of the Attune platform in the market today in our rotating platform uh, product line, and now we're bringing to fixed bearing. So cementless knees was a hot topic. And then the other one was this balance of kinematic alignment and then different types of stability mechanisms that come as a result of the polyethylene. And there's, there's innovation going on there, whether you're doing a rotating platform knee a fixed bearing knee, or you're doing cruciate retaining, cruciate sacrificing, and now uh, a medial stabilized insert. So the implants will continue to advance, um, and they're going to advance along with these these other enabling technologies like robotics. It all has to work in concert. If you if you have a robot, but you don't continue to advance the implants, mm -hmm. I, I, I actually. I, I don't think you're going to have the impact um, on patient satisfaction. I don't think you're going to have the impact in the market. It all has to work together, but it all has to continue to advance. It's a, it is a, a market that I, I believe continues to want implant innovation and will com continue to want technology innovation, in this case, uh, robots. 
So, so just as a as a follow up to that, um, and and this, you know, uh, I don't know uh, how much you're able to divulge if this is something in development, but you know, one of the things that I've been hearing about for many, many, many years is uh, smart implants. Um, you know, do you see a future with smart implants with you know? Uh, data data being transmitted from the implant directly on you know wear or condition or you know infection or you know any any sort of in body uh, measurement or information that can be uh, gathered um, you know is that something that we're likely to see anytime soon or is it going to continue to be oh in the you know on the horizon you know that that sort of thing. Great, good question. Here, here's how I look at it, which is sometimes you have technology that's looking for an answer. I, I actually prefer to look at it and say, what is the problem to be solved? And then what is the very best technology solution to solve that problem? Mm -hmm. And I, I, I still think that, you know, to, as an example, to have a sensor in a knee that is sensing wear of polyethylene. I, I don't think that is probably something that is going to create value. The, the polyethylenes that, that we have today in, in total knees is extraordinary. It works beautifully. The, the longevity is significant. So I, I wouldn't be solving a problem with that technology. So I, I always believe that if you find a clinical issue or a surgeon process issue and you can solve that and, you, and one of the ways to solve that is through technology that is what you have to do if you're not solving a problem um you, you're not going to you you won't create a market so i mm -hmm. i think that that's really where we're at and when i look at um smart implants i think today the, the greatest value is in smart tools like, like a robot that provides feedback to the surgeon and provides feedback to the operating room team, makes the surgical procedure faster and more reproducible, that creates a lot of value. That's a, that's a great response to, to that question. Um, probably one of the better ones I've gotten. Um, Thank you. Uh, so, so let me, let me uh, go back a little bit to uh, to something you said earlier, and you were you were talking about the personalized experience that knee restoration represents for many patients. Um, you know, let let let's look at the other the other important factor here, and that's that's the impact uh, for the surgeon, you know, him or herself. Um, how is the how is the advent of you know this personalized experience? impacting them is it you know is there any sort of uh time uh um optimization for them or is it does it require a greater uh uh you know does it does it require more of their time what's what's the impact there you know is this speeding up surgical procedures sure like any other technology there's going to be a learning curve um what we are seeing right now is in that seven to 10 
procedure range is about the time the procedure becomes time neutral from using mechanical instruments to using the Bell's robotic assisted solution. That is, that's about where we're at. But I, I think there's a, a, a bigger and maybe even more important piece of this puzzle, which is today the orthopedic surgeon's job is more physically demanding than it has ever been because they're doing more cases in a day than they've ever done. And it is a demanding surgical procedure. It is, so you've got a physically demanding procedure. You've also got a mentally demanding procedure. The orthopedic surgeon um, is treating more complicated patients. They're treating, just treating more patients in a day makes it more mentally challenging than ever before. And I, mm -hmm. I would make the case it's an emotionally challenging job too because the orthopedic surgeon wants to perform their best all of the time, and that is tough to do. Um, and so when you take the, the orthopedic surgeon's practice and you say it's physically demanding, it's mentally demanding, and it's emotionally demanding, and you can put a tool in their hand like a robot, in our case, the Vellus Robotic Assisted Solution, and an implant that they trust, and you can reduce the physical burden of performing orthopedics, you give them data and information that makes it mentally more stimulating, but also mentally easier, and then you reduce complications, um, you make it less emotionally difficult as well. So I, I think it, OR time is always going to be important, and you want technology to be time neutral, or in fact, I think time savings. But there is a bit of a mm -hmm. bigger play here around this physical demands of practicing orthopedics, the mental demands, and the emotional demands of practicing orthopedics. And, and um, I very much believe that the Bellis Robotic Assistance Solution supports them on time, makes it less physically demanding, and the information that comes with it, uh, I, I think, brings those other two uh, issues to life as well. Fantastic. So, I, you know, I'm looking at another element within this equation, and that is, you know, the instrumentation. I mean, obviously, we're talking about uh, one of the biggest advancements in instrumentation, and that would be the the surgical uh, robot solution. Um, you know, that's that's perhaps you know the the most significant advancement in instrumentation space we've we've seen in the last you know twenty years. Um, what about the more traditional instrumentation? I mean, are there you know are there advancements there, or is it is it really about uh, just determining which which operations or which instruments can be incorporated into the robot. You know, what, what's happening in that space uh, specifically? Yeah. So um, with, oh, let's call it manual instruments, um, surgeons okay. are, are consistently looking to streamline manual instruments. And they're looking, instead of having six trays piled up on a back table of manual instruments, particularly in an ambulatory surgery center or where they're moving quickly. Um, mm -hmm. The surgeon will template, get within a couple of sizes, and then they'll open only the handful of instruments that they need. That's a far more efficient solution. And we kit and pack, uh, package uh, our instruments in a number of ways and very frequently do this to support a surgeon. But when you transition to a Velus robotic assisted solution, you take a lot of instruments out of the room. And what we're also seeing is as surgeons do more and more cases, 
they become more and more comfortable taking even more instruments out of the room. And, mm-hmm. and, and so the, the efficiency, the manual instruments can be, can be made to be very, very efficient for, as an example, in the ambulatory surgery center. But that efficiency really, really comes to life when you put the Velis Robotic Assisted Solution in the hands of the surgeon and they begin to look very, very critically at all the implant, all the, sorry, all of the instruments they can take out of the room, the efficiency is significant. Yeah, it sounds like that's the, the personalized medicine angle uh, that we were discussing a little bit earlier for the, for the surgeon side versus the patient. Correct. Um, so you, you, you very right at the start, you gave us a little bit of a glimpse at, at, you know, at the future, but perhaps you could, you could flesh out, uh, uh, you know, what is Depew's, uh, you know, vision for, uh, you know, today it's knee restoration. Is there other areas within orthopedics that uh, you'd like to, to see a transition from a replacement, perhaps hip or, you know, in the extremity space or, you know, what have you, where it's, it's today it's a, a, a procedure, it's an implant, tomorrow it's a restoration. Is there, are there uh, areas on the horizon? So um, I think when, as we look at, I'll speak just for hips and knees at, at this point, um, we see uh, our evolution going from being a medical device company to being a med tech company. And mm-hmm. all of that comes with ensuring that we've got the very best implants. We will, we will not compromise on ensuring that we've got the very best implant solutions. You need that. It's foundational. If the implant doesn't work, it doesn't matter what technology you've got to go with it. Surgeon has to be comfortable and confident with the implant. And then you bring these technologies into place that we believe lead to a, a better outcome. And, and, Look, I, I, we've been doing this in hips for a very, very long time. When you look at mm-hmm. the strength of our hip uh, brands and our hip portfolio with the anterior approach to hips, um, that really is implants, surgical technique um, combined to, with, with technology. And, and we've seen that that has led to higher patient satisfaction. So, it, it is a it is a uh, um, a procedure that or a, a yeah surgical procedure that I very much believe that when we bring technology to the procedure that enhances the procedure makes the procedure more reproducible um, makes the surgical procedure less physically demanding, less mentally demanding, less emotionally demanding, allows the surgeon to be their best as they all have to do more volume, that, that is really where, where we're headed in our overall innovation agenda, and we think that is med tech. Fantastic. Well, I mean, it's, it's definitely an exciting uh, space, and I look forward to hearing, uh, you know, through, through news uh, announcements, uh, you know, some of the the new developments coming out of Depew uh, for this space and, 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 you know, aligning with this direction that you just spoke about. Um, so I'd like to thank you absolutely for, uh, for taking the time to, to outline all of that and, uh, and uh, share some of, the, some of your insights. 
But unfortunately, that is all the time we have for this episode of MedTech Matters. Again, I'd like to thank my guest, Andrew Ekdahl, Worldwide President of Joint Reconstruction at DePew Sims. And as always, I'd like to thank you, the listener, for tuning in. So until next time, this has been Sean Fenske, Editor-in-Chief of MPO, saying thanks for listening.